Hi, I'm Sam Hawley. This is ABC News Daily. The Reserve Bank Governor told us interest rates wouldn't rise until 2024. They've gone up three times this year already, and we're being warned there is far worse still to come. It won't stop the financial pain millions of Australians are facing, but very soon a review will be held into just how well the RBA is serving us. Today, Alan Kohler on the shake-up he says the bank needs. Hi, I'm Alan Kohler, the finance guy on the ABC News, and I write for the New Daily and Eureka Report. Mm. Alan, the government, it's announced a review into the Reserve Bank of Australia. Today I announced the first wide-ranging review of the setting of monetary policy and the Reserve Bank uh, since the current arrangements were... Inst- Why is that? Oh, they haven't, hasn't been done for 40 years, mm-hmm. since um, 1981. Uh, They promised they would before the election and now they're just delivering on the promise. And so this is our opportunity to ensure that the monetary policy framework is the best it can be to make the right calls in the interests of the Australian people uh, and their economy. Mm -hmm, Okay, the RBA and its board, they've been in the news a fair bit lately given interest rates keep going up. And it does seem like there's a sort of growing concern over how the bank is working and whether it's working well. Well, they they certainly kind of drew attention to themselves with what a lot of people are saying now is a mistake, which was that during the pandemic, they not only cut the interest, the cash rate to 0.1% in uh, November 2020, they said and and kept saying that the cash rate would probably stay there until 2024. Our central scenario continues to be that the condition for a rise in the cash rate will not be met until 2024. So that was a kind of repeated comment every month Mm. for about 18 months that their expectation was that there'd be no need to increase interest rates until 2024. And of course... Uh, that's out the window now, and they're increasing interest rates pretty quickly this year, 2022. And I think that the concern, apart from the fact that they clearly have changed their mind and what's going on, is that a whole lot of people borrowed a lot of money last year and bought houses in the expectation that interest rates wouldn't change for three years. And now they've been caught out. So I think that that's really the focus, the core of the, the issue that everyone's got with the Reserve Bank at the moment. Okay, so it's that promise that interest rates wouldn't go up, but now they're just going up over and over and over again, and we're probably going to see more this year, aren't we? Well, the Reserve Bank says it wasn't a promise, and it's true, it wasn't. It was very much a conditional statement. If the economy evolved as we had expected, we'd keep rates where they were till 24. Uh, But the economy didn't evolve as we expected. It's been much more resilient and inflation's been higher, and we thought we needed to respond to that. It was always hedged. Uh, to, you know, with the idea that as long as the data stays the same or something like that. But, I mean, ordinary people don't see those nuances, really. I mean, they see the year 2024 and go, oh, okay, right, we're right. Nothing will happen for 2024, so off we go. Mm. I I mean, I do think that Phil Lowe now regrets regrets that. Alan, we put a lot of trust in the RBA to get things right. It's crucial 
for our own economic welfare. Our economic welfare is in their hands. So this review, what will that be looking at? It's looking at uh, basically everything. Mm. The terms of reference are very broad. They're looking at the culture, the operation of it, the uh, structure of the Reserve Bank, the way it does monetary policy, the way that monetary policy operates. So it's pretty much everything. And uh, they've got a panel of three who are conducting it. I think it's an interesting and good panel. Uh, the most interesting person on the panel is Carolyn Wilkins, who is a 20-year veteran of the Bank of Canada. She rose to become senior deputy governor of the Bank of Canada. She's now sort of a global expert on central banking. So will this review, Alan, look at that decision during the pandemic to drop the cash rate down to record lows? And will it look at those comments from Philip Lowe that it wouldn't rise till 2024? Because that has hurt people, hasn't it? Yeah. Uh, Look, I think they'll definitely review the Reserve Bank's performance during the pandemic, um, as they should, and and probably make some comments about that. I mean, whether that results in Philip Lowe being sacked, I doubt it. Um, but I think it's interesting that the review is examining the culture of the Reserve Bank, and I suspect that what that's foreshadowing is an external governor next time. You might recall the Bank of England brought in Mark Carney from the Bank of Canada as the Governor of the Bank of England, in order to shake up the culture of the place, and I wouldn't mind—I uh, wouldn't mind betting that that's what will happen as a result of this review. And it might even be Carolyn Wilkins, who is, I think, in her mid-fifties, uh, absolutely outstanding um, central banker, uh, and, and will have spent twelve months or something looking at the Australian Reserve Bank and, and you know, investigating it. Uh, so she'd uh, she'd come into the job if she got it with a full knowledge not only of uh, central banking in general around the world, Bank of Canada, but also a pretty good knowledge of the RBA. Mm, okay, and in the meantime, as we wait for this review, what we just have to accept that we were told one thing and another thing happened, do we? And we just have to sort of put our faith that the current RBA board is doing right by us. Oh well, you know we could. We could all march with flaming torches up, <laughs> up, uh, up Martin Place, I suppose, but there's nothing much we could do about it. There, it's, it's, what, it's what happened. Uh, to be honest, all that Philip Lowe is prepared to acknowledge is that cutting the interest rate to 0.1% contributed to inflation. Uh, well, yeah, of course. That's, of course it did. That's what happened. Just think of the alternative. If we don't have higher interest rates, then we're going to have higher inflation persists, eventually that will have to be addressed. And we know how, from history, how that's addressed. It's addressed through much higher interest rates. But uh, the question is whether it also contributed to uh, some over-indebtedness by Australians. I mean, Michelle Bullock, who was the deputy chair, she, she had a speech in which she had an interesting chart of uh, the repayment increases that would be uh, incurred if the, the variable mortgage rate went up by 3%. That's what they assumed. Now, for the purposes of this analysis, we assume that variable mortgage rates rise by around 300 basis And then she had these kind of bars, a bar chart of uh, what interest rate increases. 28% of people, according to Michelle Bullock's chart, uh, will cop a 40% increase or an uh, an increase in their repayments of more than 40%. You can see the blue bar on the right just under 30% of borrowers would face relatively large repayment increases of more than 40% of their current payments. So that's a lot of people. 
28%. I mean, the number of borrowers in Australia is home borrowers is 6 million. Uh, so that's kind of uh, getting up to 2 million, you know, 1.8 million people who by the end of this year are going to see their monthly repayments go up by more than 40%. And there was the Commonwealth Bank published a couple of months ago uh, another chart showing how many, what sort of buffer people have. And it showed that 35% of people have uh, a buffer of more than two years. That is to say they're two years ahead on their mortgage. But um, 36% of people have virtually no buffer at all. That is less than a month. So I conclude that about a third of Australia's borrowers are going to get repayment increase of more than 40% and have no buffer. And I reckon that's a couple of million people who are going to be in strife by the end of this year. Now, uh, I reckon that's going to really constrain what the Reserve Bank can do because two million people getting into financial strife is a big deal. Yeah, it's, that's uh, pretty sobering to, to think about that. In your view then, Alan, is it time for a bit of a shake-up of the Reserve Bank of Australia? Oh, yeah. I mean, definitely time to relook at what, what's going on, how it conducts monetary policy, who does it, how they do it, and that's really what's going on, and I think um, it's a very good idea. Alan Kohler presents the finance segment on the ABC's 7pm News. If you want to hear Alan on why he thinks we're heading for a recession, we chatted about that on July the 7th. That's in your feed. You may have also seen the World Health Organisation has declared monkeypox a global health emergency. If you want to know more about the disease, we spoke to two American physicians about it on the 14th of June. This episode was produced and mixed by Chris Dengate. Additional production by Sydney Peed and Flint Duxfield. Our supervising producer is Stephen Smiley. I'm Sam Hawley. ABC News Daily will be back again tomorrow. You can find all our episodes of the podcast on the ABC Listen app. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to an ABC podcast. Discover more great ABC podcasts, live radio and exclusives on the ABC Listen app.